My dearly beloved, greetings, greetings. I'm so glad to see you here. I am Reverend Dr. Lydia Waters, Senior Pastor of Pacoima First United Methodist Church in Pacoima, California. Oh my goodness, we are so happy that you have joined our worship. And we're going to gather around uh, and we're going to prepare minds, our souls, our spirits, our strength to hear a word from the Lord. Do you have your Bible in front of you by any means? And is there a smile on your face? We're going to begin with a song of praise to the Lord our God and the King of Kings, the word will appear. Let us join in with our minister of music, Sister Hope Carr, accompanied by her husband, Brother Darnell Carr. And we're going to sing praises to the Lord our God. Because you know what we say, when praises go up, the word of God says, blessings come down. to the Word of God. Our word for this lesson today is found in the New Testament Gospel of Mark. Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7 verses 24 through 30. Mark 7 24 through 30. And listen now, listen for the Word of the Lord. From there he set out and went away to the region of Tyre, and he entered a house and did not want anyone to know he was there. Yet he could not escape notice. But a woman whose little daughter 
had an unclean spirit immediately heard about him. And she came and bowed down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile of Syrophoenician origin. She begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he said to her, Let the children be first fed, for it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Sir, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he said to her, For saying that, oh, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. So she went home, found the child lying on the bed, and the demon gone. The word of God for the people of God, and you say, thanks be to God. And now, beloved, won't you pray with and for me? Almighty God, I come asking that you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength and you are my redeemer. In the precious and holy name of Jesus of Nazareth, I pray it. Amen. The topic of our scripture lesson for today is any way you bless me. Any way you bless me. Oh, beloved, the word of God is a message of empowerment for the children who gather to hear it. We can, we can expect to hear something from this lesson that will keep us through the week and the years to come because it is the life-giving word of God. In our lesson, in our lesson, we find a woman who we need to look at carefully to glean some important truths from her personality and her life. Oh, it's just so interesting. It's interesting that the word does not give this woman a name because sometimes names are not that important. And it would not have mattered her name because, because there were other issues she had to deal with that were hindering her progress, no matter what her name was. The Bible makes careful note that this woman was a Greek born in Syria. I would suppose that the Bible wanted us to understand that, that even in biblical days, there were some things that worked against you. You see, first she was a woman. Then she was a Greek. <laughs> and to add injury, she came from the wrong place. You, you know how that is. Some people even today have a problem with us if we are a woman and if we are a race that they don't like and we come from a place with a bad reputation. People have a tendency to look down upon us. Oh yeah, people will put restrictions on us to limit us. They try to keep us back and they talk about us and they make all kind of wrong assumptions about us. People were doing those same things back in the day in that kind of behavior. Is still happening today. Lord have mercy. So, so what we are seeing here is a woman who had a lot of odds stacked against her, and yet, yet we find her 
pushing past those obstacles to get a miracle from Jesus. Uh, this woman had probably tried everything, but this time, th this time she was trying something new because nothing else had worked. She had, she had a child who needed a miracle, a child possessed by a demon who needed a deliverance. Listen, beloved, we know that when our children need healing, oh, we'll try anything and everything. And this woman, this woman, she had tried doctors and medicine and friends and family connections, hospital clinics, treatments, and nothing worked. She had lived with her child who was possessed by a demon and she needed a miracle. She had watched her child suffer one day too many. She needed a miracle. She had become desperate. Do you know what it is to be desperate? When you're desperate, you're moved past what people say about you. You're moved past what the people in the church used to do. You're moved to action because time is running out. You fed up. You can't take it anymore. Oh, my Lord. When desperation sets in, it is time to initiate a divine miracle. <laughs> However... However, some people are just too passive to get a miracle. They, they sit around waiting for God to show up rather than do what they could do for themselves. Beloved, let, let, let me say this. Don't ever expect God to do for you that which you can do for yourself. And let me add, don't expect God to do more for you than you do for him. Oh, can I get an amen? Amen. This woman was aggressive. She was insistent. This woman was uncompromising. She was determined. She was single-minded, untiring, and unwavering. She was focused. This woman needed a miracle. Now, take note, child of God. Take note. The Bible doesn't say anything about how spiritual she was. In fact, because she was a Greek, she probably was not a good church person like the scribes and the Pharisees. You know, sometimes just because we are members of the church, you know, we think that, that, that we don't have anything uh, to be aggressive about. Sometimes church people are the most docile people in the world, sitting around waiting for something to happen instead of making things happen. Make it happen. This woman was a woman with a problem. And she knew she had to do something about her problem. She said, she said, I can hear her, she said, I'm going to go after a blessing no matter what it takes. And nothing or nobody can stop me. I'm going after my blessing. Somebody say amen, amen, amen. Beloved, beloved, the Bible says that Jesus entered a house and he did not want anyone to know it. He's probably tired and worn out. Yet, yet, yet he couldn't keep this presence a secret. Not his presence. He was too popular. The Bible says, in fact, as soon as this woman heard about him, are you talking about Jesus? Soon as she heard about him, she started doing something. Child of God, you know, but we must become aggressive enough to solicit a miracle. 
We can have no shame when we're looking for a miracle. There are no excuses for missing worship today. Join a church on the internet. Watch, participate over the internet. Yes, worship, pay your tithes and offers and watch things change in your life. There is no excuse today. God is doing everything to get our attention back to him because we've learned that we cannot limit God to a building. He said, I'm doing everything I can. I'm doing everything I can. Do something to get your blessing. Pray. Attend worship online. Work in the church using text messages and Zoom and cell phones. Study the word and knock on the door of God's heart and request a miracle. Do something. You see, you see, this woman was motivated by her situation. Some people kill themselves when they get in a bad situation. Some people get depressed. Some people give up. Some people make excuses. Some people blame other people for their predicament. But not this woman. She used her problem to motivate her to action. Oh, sometimes we need to change our ways and make a move. Hallelujah. She said, I have a problem. My daughter is sick. And I must get her some help. My daughter is possessed by a demon. How, how many times do we not face up to our real problem? How many, how many times are we just too ashamed to call the problem what it really is? How many times do we hide from the problem? How many times do we make excuses for the problem? Everybody has problems in the world today. Nobody in this worship service is here without a problem. We all have. It's just that some of us will solve our problems and some of us will live with our problems. This is what I say. I say. But if you are strong enough to stay in a mess, boo, you ought to be strong enough to do something about it. Praise God. Think about that. Think about that. Don't let those self-righteous people tell you that your problem is so bad that they would not tell anybody about it. Well, that may be a good advice, maybe to stop talking to so many people, not to tell some people. But you can always tell Jesus. Start talking to Jesus. This woman said, I'm not even a Jew, but I'm going to get my blessing from Jesus, who is a Jew. I, I'm not even from the big city, but I'm going to get my blessing in the big city. She said, people can talk all they want. I am going to get what I know I need, and I know and believe that Jesus can give it to me. Oh, this woman, this woman knew who could help her, and she, she knew what to do when she found him. Let's look into her method of getting a blessing because it works. It works. And the first thing we want to notice is that this woman did when she, what she did. What did she do? What did she do when she found Jesus? First thing she did was to worship him. Stop worshiping yourself and your things and other people and worship Jesus. The Bible says she fell at his feet. You know, we can't have a real problem to not fall at the feet of Jesus if we want the problem solved. That means she worshipped him. She humbled herself. 
I can just hear. I can hear because I've been there myself. I can hear. Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I know if thou withdraw thyself from me. Oh, whether, whether shall I go? I am coming to you, Jesus, because I don't have anywhere else to go. Beloved, when you are desperate, it'll make you humble and tenacious, just where Jesus wants you to be. She humbled herself and she fell at the feet of Jesus. And then secondly, the word goes that she begged Jesus to drive the demon out of her daughter. She begged means she was tenacious. Some of us just too proud to beg Jesus for what we need in our lives. And, and so we end up begging people. And people get you know, people get really tired of beggars. Oh, oh I, I, I may be too proud, proud to beg people. But I'm never too proud to beg my Jesus. She begged Jesus. Oh, you need that kind of relationship with him. But listen to this, listen to this. In response to her plea, Jesus looked at the woman in our lesson and he said, First, let the children eat all day what they want, for it's not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Oh, my. my what? Jesus, what you're saying? This is very uncharacteristic response for Jesus to make. Oh, my Lord. It sounds very harsh and inhumane. Jesus. Jesus was telling this woman that his followers, his children, were going to get his blessings. He had prepared a place for his children. He was saying that what he had was not for people like her. She was not a religious Jew. She was not a church member. She was not a regular follower of his. Jesus was implying that as far as he was concerned, oh, she was no more than an animal, a dog to him. My God. She, she was less than a human being. Oh my, oh my Lord. That, that just sounds too harsh. For Jesus to say. So you got to, we got to look at this. We got to find out. But when we look, when we listen, when we learn actually, however, Jesus was not being rude or disrespectful of her humanity. Jesus was testing her faith in him. Jesus wanted to know just how strong and determined she really was. You see, you see, some people are just too sensitive to get a blessing from Jesus. Some people are just too lazy to get a blessing from Jesus. Some people think that Jesus is church and people owe them something. So those kinds of people would have gotten an attitude. Jesus, what you say to me? Jesus, what you talking about, man? <laughs> but this woman, this woman, was not moved to get an attitude or run away by the words Jesus spoke. Glory to God. She was not so fragile that she broke and ran. She was not so timid uh, that she would run and hide. She didn't start crying and feeling sorry for herself. Her feelings were not hurt. She did not even put up a fight. She came to get blessed. And no matter what happened, that was what she was determined to get. Are you focused? This woman was focused. Jesus said, the children, my children must be fed first and it's not right to take away their food and feed it to dogs. And this woman replied, respecting this holy man. 
Yes, Lord. But even the dogs eat the crumbs that children drop from the table. <laughs> Good God Almighty. In other words, he said, let your children have the bread. I'll eat the crumbs. This woman was saying, I might not get all that I want from you, Jesus, but I'm not leaving here with nothing. I came to get blessed. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyway, you bless me, Lord. Oh, my beloved Jesus was testing this woman's faith. He wanted to know just how serious she was. Could he say or do something that would make her run away from the blessing that he would always give to those who found him and worshipped him? The woman looks at Jesus and she in turn said to him, Jesus, I came to you, Lord, seeking deliverance for my daughter. But if you will not do that, then any way you bless me, Lord, I'll be satisfied. And Jesus was amazed at her attitude, her strength, her faith in him and her determination. Jesus was impressed because of this woman. She knew how to be grateful for some crumbs, and she knew how to make the most of a bad situation. You see, when Jesus saw how this woman reacted, Jesus answered, that's true. That's true. You may go home now and you'll find your daughter healed. You see, Jesus applauded her faith and then Jesus healed her daughter. Glory to God. My beloved, I can remember times in my life when I made it with Jesus and some crumbs. There was a time in my young adult life when I had no mama, no daddy, no aunts, no uncles, no money, no friends, no car, no nice clothes, no job. But I made it. And I'm a living testimony that miracles can happen when we have the power of Jesus and some blessed crumbs. Glory to God. Some of you, some of you might think that the only blessing worth praising God for is a big one. Ah. Oh. But it's when we have been faithful over a few things, some crumbs, that he'll make us ruler over much. Amen. My dearly beloved, as we prepare to take Holy Communion today, I can remember the communion ritual we would read when I was a little girl. It said, we are not worthy together the crumbs under God's table. But God is a God of grace and mercy. And so I invite you to come today for Holy Communion and feast at his banquet. Come with a grateful attitude. Come saying in your mind, your heart, and in your mouth, in way you bless me. I will be satisfied.
But all of the, although those of you who are members of Pacoima First will have your communion material, I'm going to do something new today. So just, just follow me. Just follow me. Just have your communion ready. You who truly and earnestly repent of your sins and are in love and charity with your neighbors and intend to lead a new life, following the commandments of God and walking from henceforth in his holy ways. Draw near with faith and take this holy communion to your comfort and make your humble confession to Almighty God. This communion is open to all people. You may now just say a few seconds of a prayer asking for forgiveness for your sins. Lord, please forgive my sins. In Jesus' name, amen. And now let us pray. Father, we do not presume to come to this your table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness. But in your manifold and great mercies, we are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under thy table. But you are the same Lord whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us therefore, gracious Lord, so as to partake of this sacrament of your Son, Jesus Christ, that we may walk in newness of life, may grow into his likeness, and may evermore dwell in him and he in us. And so we will take the bread and eat it in remembrance that Jesus died for us. And then we will drink from the cup in remembrance that the blood of Jesus was shed for you and for me. And we will be thankful.
the blood of Jesus shed. And now, dearly beloved, may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and our minds in the knowledge and the love of God. And of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior. And may the blessings of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among us and remain with us now and Satisfied.